and welcome to Afternoonified, the podcast where we know what people want. I'm Ryan. And I'm Emily. I'm Shane. Yay! A guest. <laughs> um, Perfect. Yes, it, we're just going to do guests forever and always until we die. Yeah. It's a little less research on us. I think we should start putting on guests <laughs> every time. Like, um, oh, the scheduling, though. Let me tell you. Oh, yeah. It gets old. Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, I think Shane is going to be the best guest we've had. Um, we are here with Shane Hosey of the Hosey Hustle. <laughs> um, Let me just jump over this low bar. Yeah. Um, you that wanna... sounded really mean. Why did I say that? Wow. I Jeez. Know. Well, I mean. All right. And we're done. Um, so I'm no. going to leave. See you guys. Ryan, do you just have a thing of sunscreen in your bag? I burn easily, it's, okay? It's summer. <laughs> Leave Why me alone. You? I carry my sunscreen in my water. I'm very responsible. Okay. Um, so, Shane, would you like to, to tell the people about the Hosey Hustles? Uh, maybe they've listened to it. We've mentioned it a couple times. Oh, maybe. Uh, so, it's a podcast where I and a rotating guest... The guest constantly rotates. Just oh, we are spinning in the chairs. The audio goes in and out. So yeah, it's... that's that's why that it's a really hard to record. But we take uh, product and service suggestions from listeners, and we punch them up and try and make them more marketable. Usually, the elevator pitch I give is we take bad ideas and we make them worse. So, I like it. That's um, I did have a note about my pitch for the skateboard that still makes the skateboard noise. Yeah. The hoverboard. Um, uh-huh. It was so everyone still knows that you're an asshole. Oh, well, I see you didn't write that down. I know. I, I realized that I didn't clarify. And, like, maybe everyone else isn't, like, 95 years old and gets annoyed by the sound of youths on the street. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, actually, the other day I was talking to my friend Jamie, um, friend. I don't She She works across from me. I guess we're friends. I mean, she's, she's going like to listen to this like and it's be heartbroken. I know. We're not friends. I guess we're friends. We're, yeah. I've never hung out with her outside of work, so I don't know that. But I, she's my coworker, Jamie. Okay. Um, and we were talking about how in the afternoons our hands get so cold, and so I was like, you know what, we need our heated keyboards. So we were like talking about how cool a heated keyboard would be, and I was like, I really need to submit this to Cozy Hustle. <laughs> like immediately, I was like, oh, Shay needs to hear this. Um, um, yeah, so big fan. Um, and we've also talked about Shane and how we were on that episode of Rock Royale that I keep mentioning because it was some of the funniest. That was hilarious. Oh, yeah. That was a fun one. It was great. One. That was a fun um, one. Yeah, I was cracking up when I listened to that. <laughs> was, I as, was I as angry in that episode as I remember being? Oh, uh, there was a little bit of anger. <laughs> there was a little anger. I liked it. No, um, it's heated. Yes. So today we are going to be talking about cults. Again, uh, this is um, To Cult to Religious, the sequel to our cults episode. Perfect. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like it. Or, you know... Cult episode 2, Electric Blue Flavorade. Which is what Jonestown uh, people try yeah, to I was, I was explaining yeah. to Travis last night about how it wasn't actually Kool-Aid, it was Flavorade because they were cheap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, they huh. couldn't afford Kool-Aid. Yeah, it was so much Kool-Aid. Uh, there were, what, 908 casualties? And now you can't even get Flavorade anymore. I wonder why. Oh, that's so weird. They say there's no such thing as bad press. <laughs> <laughs> well... Um, yes, yeah, so we're going to be doing cults again, and in the first episode, we talked a lot about what makes a good cult leader. <laughs> <laughs> what makes a good cult leader, the kind of people that join cults, things to look out for if you think your friend is going to start a cult. <laughs> Warning signs. Um, and it was shortly after the election, so I lost my mind. 
It was a good episode, but now we're going to talk about weirder cults. Yes. We, we covered more of the, the, the typical. That was the umbrella. Now we're going to talk about our favorite cult. Mm-hmm. My favorite cult. Love it. <laughs> um, so, Ryan, we each picked a cult. We're going to tell you about it. Yes. And that's just how this is going to go. I don't know. Indeed. I don't okay. have anything else for you. So, um, Ryan. Uh, so, I'm just going to go ahead and kick it off with a little cult that is called the Ordo Templi Orientis, or from here on out, we're just going to call it the OTO, because that's... The Otto? The, the Otto. Uh, <laughs> German? <laughs> I swear to God, I'm not funny until you take a drink of something, and then that's when all my best jokes come out every time. Listeners, start drinking. I have so much <laughs> yeah, coffee embedded in my nasal cavities from working next to you. I, know. <laughs> I, I would just be like dead silent all day, and she would finally take a drink of coffee, and, and that's like, when I had something to say. Head butts, and then <laughs> yeah. That would be really funny. Grasshoppers with human butts. Yeah, grasshoppers with human butts. <laughs> I just watched literally while I was waiting outside for you to get here. I was watching SpongeBob, and it was the episode with the pizza, and you know how he does like the little butt dance where his two square butt cheeks, like that's yeah, good stuff. Um, anyway, the cult Ordo Templi Orientis, or Oto, or O-T-O, um, also called the Order of the Temple of the East, or the Order of Oriental Templars, because they were trying to do a whole, like, Templar, Freemason thing. Are these white people? Oh, yeah. Okay. Hella. Hella okay. white Hella. <laughs> Accent on the hella. Yeah. Just wanted to make sure. One finger in the air, slight, slight <laughs> wrist twitch, hella. Hella. Just punctuating. Yeah. You gotta punctuate that with your mm-hmm. hand. Yeah, that's good. Um, so it was actually, so it wasn't technically founded by Aleister Crowley, but he basically took it over like three years after it was started. And Aleister Crowley was the father of mo- modern Satanism? Is yeah. That right? Yeah, more or less. Um, so um, it was actually started in, um, they don't actually know exactly when it was started, which I think is interesting because it's not that old. Um, but somewhere in the early 1900s by Carl Kellner and Theodore Roos, and it was started in Germany. Um, moved with a name to... like Carl? I don't know why he wouldn't be from Germany. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is Carl with a K, even. I think it's good for a secret society to not exactly know when yeah. they were they were founded. That means they're good at keeping a secret. Yeah, shrouded in mystery, you know? <laughs> it's not bad. They hey, how long have you guys been doing this? <laughs> Fucking secret, dude. You gotta reach the 13th degree. (laughs) We'll get into that in a minute. Um, So, Aleister Crowley was the most famous member of it. He basically took it over in, like, 1904. And the whole... He changed the name of it, although it was never really officially recognized as a different name, but he called it the Law of Thelema? Thelema? Oh, yeah. Thelema, yeah. That's that's what I've heard. Yeah, that's his, his religion, basically. And he kind of ran it through the the OTO. Um, But their main, I guess, I don't know, like their motto, tagline, little Uh, mission statement. (laughs) Their mission statement is do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. So basically it's do what you got to do. That's literally the tagline for the entire cult. So is this an entire religion based on the song Be Prepared from the Lion King? Yeah, do what you got to do. Or the other way around. (gasps) Man, I knew those hyenas were a little culty. Oh, man. Yeah. They were just hungry. They were Thelema. They just wanted to eat. (laughs) Vote for me, the evil guy. I'll make sure you never go hungry again. It was literally his whole deal. Yeah. Bad guy. They just... Yeah. Bad guy. Um, So, yeah. So, it was do what you gotta do. (laughs) Um, 
So the membership into this cult is based on an initiation system, um, and each level that you go up is called a degree, all the way up to, I want to say there were 13, but then there's like 12 other like non So the sixth degree is the one where you meet Kevin Bacon? Yeah. Yeah. I think the sixth degree is anal sex with Kevin Bacon. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll get into that. Better. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get in there. Um, <laughs> who's pitching, who's catching? Is it a coin flip? Do you trade? I mean, you might just trade. Yeah. It might just have to be both ways. Yeah. You got to do it both ways before mm-hmm. you can move on to number seven. Which... Kevin insists. <laughs> um, so they also... Um, I don't know if anyone's ever heard of this, but uh, there's a, another kind of religion called... Um, I think it's pronounced Gnostic? G-N-O-S-T-I-C. Yeah. Gnosticism. Yeah, yeah Gnosticistic. <laughs> or Gnostic Catholic Church is actually included and in that's the just Catholic Church where all the priests are Gnostic Mass. Do you know about I this? I almost did the Gnostic Church. Really? As, yeah, they're uh, an early, early Christian sect that I really find interesting. Gnosticism uh, comes from the Greek root to know, Gnost, uh, yeah. Gnosticism, whatever. And uh, the main schism is, is that they believe that instead of having to deal with a clergy, mm-hmm. that you would have a one-to-one or a one-on-one relationship with God or the divine. So they cut out the middleman completely. I mean, it sounds like a pretty valid religion, but somehow it got kind of sucked into this sexual madness. I got distracted thinking about the Catholic Church, but all of the priests are gnomes. (laughs) How? You sound like Ryan right now. Gnostic! Gnomes! Gnomestick. Gnomestick. Gnomestick church. Um. Teeny tiny bishops. (laughs) Man, I'm gonna think about that every time Just I like, have to have Catholic dinner with Mariola. Like, Hello. <laughs> this week's sermon is about. Is that is that what? That's my own voice. Is that, mm-hmm. Are they all from the south? Yeah. Pope, Pope <laughs> yeah. The first. <laughs> Amen. I should have done the Stitch voice, but I can't get out of that easily, and I just have oh. to do the whole episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh oh no. I've, I've heard her get stuck in it and say it in public before. Like. Two people. Like I think you detect- did it at the gym once. I did. It's like the detective popcorn voice. Like once mm. you start, you just don't. Yeah. <laughs> once you just you don't pop. stop. <laughs> um. So it was the cult. Back to cults. Was, <laughs> I think it's not even that I say funny things. It's just that like all of a sudden you just want to giggle when you drink things. I yeah. think it's you, not me. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you have a ticklish mouth? It's Willy Wonka's new uh, silly list. I don't know. Fuck. I'm out of it. Just keep going. Um, <laughs> so it was started by a wealthy Austrian industrialist. Um, they think around 1895, but it's again, a nothing it's a good year. Yeah, verifiable until 1904 when Crowley took it over. Oh, no, 1910. That's when he took it over. Sorry. Um, he was placed in charge of Great Britain and Ireland, which is where most of it was. Most of this was in Great Britain and then came to America later. Sounds right. Um, and he was immediately advanced to the 10th degree, which is butt stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> actually, no, I think the 10th degree... No, I think it's butt stuff. I'll have to... Go, I'll, I'll read the list in a minute. I was going to say, there's got to be a list. There is, and it's great. So, um, in 1914, soon after World War I broke out, Crowley moved to the United States, um, and it was around this time that he decided to integrate the whole, like, Thelema thing into the OTO and kind of merge the two together. Um, he moved to Michigan, which, of all places, you know. No, that's where you gotta start it. Yeah, uh, Michigan. Get going in Michigan. Um... And there he started to, um, he actually went through a couple of like 
I tried to get it involved into like other churches and was like trying to like mesh a bunch of other religions together and they're all like no you're kind of fucking crazy and so they all said no so he started to change up the rituals because a lot of people were telling him that it was too close to freemasonry and they were like why do we join yours and we're already like freemasons so he decided to make it less freemasony um, so like freemasons were the coke and then Aleister Crowley was the RC Cola. He is, yeah, the RC Cola. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's almost new Coke, and he needs to become <laughs> RC Cola. Or, yeah. ideally, Dr. Pepper. Yeah. But he's not there right now. I don't know why you'd no. want to become he's RC like, Cola. He's but... like the clear Pepsi right now. That's oh, what he is. God. Yeah. yeah. What was that? Pepsi? Pepsi was clear. Crystal Pepsi. Oh, Crystal Pepsi. Crystal. Sorry. Crystal. Pepsi Crystal. I was thinking of Pepsi Blue, that thing they did in like the mid-2000s. Oh my God, so you're the only person stuff. I've ever talked to that's remembered oh Pepsi God, I Blue. Love, I love Blue Pepsi. It's hey, so good. You know what uh, You know what made me stop drinking Blue Pepsi? Mm-hmm. As I remember seeing like, oh yeah, tampon and... Uh, uh, pad commercials. Oh. What are they always pouring in that stuff? Mm, blue Pepsi. Dude, bro, that blue also Pepsi. ruins blue Gatorade when you think about it. I don't drink Gatorade. I, don't, no, I, don't, I, don't, I, I only drink Gatorade when I'm hungover. I just go straight to Pedialyte. Cut up the middleman. That's go right. This is, if it's good enough for babies, it's good enough for my drunk ass. <laughs> <laughs> you make a good point. <laughs> I like Solid argument. I'm going to put Gatorade out of business. <laughs> I like the orange Pedialyte. Mm-hmm. It's the only acceptable Pedialyte. I don't even think there are other flavors out there. I believe there is also clear, which is unflavored. Uh, uh, that's like weird baby flavored water. It's just thick like water. Babies. That's all it is. It's just like really thick and water. kind of salty uh, with that like electrolyte yeah. tang. Uh, <laughs> you're making me feel hungover just thinking about that. You, oh, want, yeah. a, you want a bottle of like cold soup in the morning? Just a salt soup? Uh, I don't know. I like a nice gazpacho. See, I think... I think the reason that that works for hangovers is that you drink it and you immediately puke and then you feel better. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty gross. We just broke the code on clear Pedialyte. Oh, man, how did, how did we get to Pedialyte from Gnostic Mass? Um, I could explain the trail. We're not. Lot, we're but not. we're not. No. They were paying attention. They know how we got here. So anyway, <laughs> Crowley started to do um, the whole Gnostic Mass thing. In addition... The order also organized lectures, classes, social events, theatrical productions, artistic exhibitions, published books and journals, and provided instructions in hermetic science, yoga, and magic. So they also threw Those are all interests of mine. (laughs) You might actually like this. Um, Depending on how kinky you are, because you gotta be pretty kinky to get, you know, those higher levels. Yeah, I'm excited for this list. It's it's a good list. Um, so you know, skip all accidents. Okay, let's just get right into the list. Okay, this hold list on. It's so good. Is this too much information? Is this too is this too much information to get into and and say where we are on this list? Like, <laughs> if we read the whole thing and then say, well, I guess I'm a level whatever. Well, I mean, this is kind of if we were to do that, it would basically be a game of never have I ever. Yeah, it's basically right. never have I ever. Never have I ever. <laughs> fifth degree. <laughs> Bring it. I think we owe the people some fun now because once we get later in this episode, um, no one's going to be having fun. <laughs> That's true. Okay, really quick, just you know, the whole goal of the OTO is to, and I quote, instruct the individual by allegory and symbol in the profound mysteries of nature and thereby to assist each to discover his or her own true identity. Well, that sounds nice. Right? Um, and so depending on what level you were and what just like levels of levels, you know, it's like sub-level. Yeah. Mm. Sub-levels? I don't know what they call them. They didn't really have names. Well, I mean, they did. 
you got really cool like titles yeah for different levels that um, sounds right there's some really interesting ones on here i'm not gonna read them all because there's a ton but you can be like grand inquisitor commander or the perfect pontiff that is of the illuminati vaguely kkk like right oh there's a lot of like grand this yeah it's you can be the illustrious knight templar of the order of kadash God damn it. It sounds like a fantasy. Does that novel. title come with acne and a pair of thick-rimmed glasses? Well, I mean, it is level six, so mm. it comes with some bad touch. With level 12, you get a uh, World of Warcraft subscription for free. <laughs> um, okay, so like I said, there were like 13 original and then like 12 like unnamed, unnumbered. They don't really count as the system... And each of these are counted as like a... So there's like a category, and then there's the degree, and then there's like levels within the degree. So it's really okay. complicated. Okay. But so all of the degrees we're going to talk about are in something called the Hermit Triad, which is like the middle 13. So, um, oh, okay. So apparently the first six are like nothing. She okay. said that like you'd never read your notes before. Like, oh, well, apparently. <laughs> well, I did write them a half an hour ago, so... Um, so I don't really know what the first six are, but I think they're pretty lame and pretty, like, Freemason-like. It's, like, some chanting and some, mm-hmm. like... Touch your forehead to a sword, yeah. spin around three times. Some light animal sacrificing. Spanking yeah, exactly. machine. And then we get to level... Let's see, VII567. Level seven um, is Adoration of the Phallus, both within and without. Like, within you or within them? I don't know, because it also or, says without. So it's like, whether or not you have one, you better like dick. Or is it appreciation of the inside and outside of the penis? Ew. Potentially. I'm not sure. It doesn't explain. For some reason, I just pictured, like, a dick being peeled like a banana. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have one. I didn't even gag. Ooh, icky. Uh. Um, okay, like, so skin or, like, completely? Skin. Okay. It just kind of like a sausage. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I mean, <laughs> for being generous. Um, level eight is interaction outside the closed vessels of your uh, intimate bits. Like butt touching? Yes, but not, you can't penetrate. So just rub it, rub it in all over. It has to be like closed. So okay. what is that, third base? Uh, ish. Hot dog? Um, it says, <laughs> says specifically, there are notes on this on what is and isn't allowed. So sexual fluids might be mixed with saliva and then rubbed into absorbent tissues of your bits. So you like... I'm really glad I ate that So you jack like, off, spit, before. and then like rub it into somebody else. So, okay. Good All stuff. Right. How did you feed me before this? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, as well as the external corresponding chakras, so like the solar plexus, the heart, and the third eye. So mm. rub your jizz Rest into their jizz asshole and their on forehead. Your forehead. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Um, they might also used be used to, and I quote, anoint the internal anus. <laughs> the, I can't the, even say anoint, these words. Anoint the internal anus? I come from a Catholic background, so anointing is like the priest getting holy oil on his thumb and like doing the sign of the cross on your forehead. Ah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, thank you. Um, then transferred to the tri- triune elixir, which is a combination of semen, saliva, and anal elixir, which I have no mm. idea what the fuck anal what? elixir means. Doesn't sound very refreshing. Um, no. Um, and then you put it back in your mouth. So that's level eight. Wait. There's 13 levels. This is only level eight. Are they talking about Santorum? Is that the... It doesn't mention that Rick? word. Yeah, no, as in the the bottle, the mixture of bodily fluids you get after anal sex. 
Oh, that they named after Rick Santorum. Interesting. Okay, yeah. Because fuck Rick Santorum. So so yeah, the fluids may also be anointed on the eyelids or the entire cabalistic middle pillar, which I have no idea what that means. I think that's it's. I think it's similar to chakras. It's some your middle bit. Your middle bit. Your middle bit. Rub this jizz over your middle bits. (laughs) Dry lids. Just go ahead and crust them closed. Welcome to Satanism, idiot. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Level nine is finally interaction within the vagina. So you finally interaction. Interaction. It doesn't necessarily say. Nope, it's not sex. You want to play like ColecoVision or something? (laughs) It specifically has to. It specifically has to involve either womanly secretions or menstrual blood. So it's basically playing with lady liquid. Okay, so <laughs> please lady. never, ever, 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 ever call it that again. <laughs> lady liquid. Um, Damn. I've always liked to refer to it as lady sauce. Yes, we talked about this in the shit episode, <laughs> yes, and I we almost did. unfriended you. <laughs> Live on the show. Yeah, I was in her bathroom too. That she she looked like she was about to throw me out the window. I think that's the uh, episode where I referred to the taint as the devil's driveway. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. You know what's really funny is that, so I sent an email to my entire office inviting him to our live show that oh, is coming no. up. And I, you know, I referenced our website and stuff. And uh, I got an email back from one of the brokers who's a partner. So he's a very rich man who does very big real estate around the city. He's a very well-known guy. Um, and he emailed back a day later and said, hey, listen to uh, some of the shit show interesting material oh god no. and also just you know that was the first time i've ever talked to him i've worked there for four months and i've never spoken to this man and he responded was like i listened to part of the shit show interesting stuff he could Good luck he couldn't have started with like no. shit show some i don't Sleep remember paralysis. episodes we've done. yeah no. something gentle no. hobo alphabet he specifically said that he only listened to part of it. And I was like, mm, don't blame you. I bet he only made it through about five minutes of that oh, episode. Oh, no. I don't think I could listen to that episode. <laughs> it's a very What a hard square. Listen. Oh, no, maybe he's going to hear this. Oh, he's, he's such a <laughs> handsome, yeah. strong, manly, professional man. Uh, he's, he's handsome. I'll give him that. He's very handsome. Um, like newscaster handsome? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um, sorry. Like a like a Fifty Shades of Grey businessman type handsome. Oh shit! Okay, yeah. That's um, handsome. but he's, he's if it was specifically that though, I think he'd be all right with the poop stuff. He might be. I don't know. But... Maybe, maybe he could only make it through. Yeah. Ten minutes because okay, I'm gonna stop. Maybe right yeah. Mm. Okay, so really glad I never said his name. Um, <laughs> anyway, so after level nine, when you finally get to play with lady blood and lady liquid. Um, you get to level 10, which is impregnation and fertilization of an egg. Damn. So you yeah, skip you just... right to pregnancy. Wow. Yep. Just jump right ahead. Um, and then after you knock a woman up, you get to go to level 11, which is twofold. Oh. Big Step one. one is isolation in the anus where there is no interaction at all. So, I, so you just put it in there and leave it? it Cockworming, basically, in a butthole. You just you put just, it like, in and you leave it in. Watch Planet Earth for a couple it episodes? It doesn't or... specify how long. People it just says you put it in and leave that, it in. There's, people do it so there's a word for it. I yeah, don't know. That just sounds... I feel like it's most commonly a thing after you have sex. You just like leave it in there and hang out for a while. And then, you know. you know. I've never been in a position where that is at all feasible. Mm. Well, then you're having sex in a lot of really weird, uncomfortable positions. Um, and then after you stick it in and leave it in for a while, then you get to interact with 
Now we get to mix excrement, small amounts of blood, where small wounds occur through intercourse, mucus, and of course the mucus membranes that lead directly to the blood spot. Always comes so you mix any liquid you can find and rub it into the buttholes. Okay, that's Santorum. That's what Santorum is. Yeah, that. Um, I don't know, it just that. always comes down to shit and anal fissures with you, Ryan. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> I have a problem. It's not anal fissures. <laughs> it's hemorrhoids. Um... Also, there's a little quote in here from Aleister Crowley. Mm. He said that his own preference was that, and I quote, I am inclined to believe that the 11th degree is better than the 9th degree. So 11th being butt stuff and 9th being lady stuff. Apparently Aleister Crowley was like ragingly gay. Um, I didn't realize that until I read this paragraph and I was like, "Mm, that's really gay. I only have a surface knowledge of him, but I know he liked to put his thing in many things. Yeah. Um... So he wrote, I'm inclined to believe the 11th degree is better than the 9th degree. Diary entry in 1916. He also wrote in 1913. <laughs> I thought you said diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite, but he's probably messed with that too. Oh, undoubtedly. Um, in 1913, he wrote a diary entry <laughs> about a boy showered with foaming seed. And he said, while the other in his orgasm receives the waters, oh. let it be no sin to us. To have buggered the viral bum. Now it's viral. Viral? Foaming? Yeah. Viral. Foaming. Is it viral? It's viral. viral. Oh, okay. <laughs> viral <laughs> bum. Read that wrong. It's not like the butt got like a thousand retweets. It's yeah. not. Everybody's getting hepatitis. <laughs> that, was, that was more what I was thinking. Um, and then he said, while the priest thrusts his thyrsus. Thyrsus? I'm assuming An old tiny word, word for penis. Probably. Indeed. Um, between boyish buttocks, all is accomplished. Come, holy dove. All is that come spelled with an O or a U? Oh, unfortunately. Uh, we didn't start spelling it with a U until I believe the mid eighties. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you could you could do the research. I don't. Yeah, know. we should have done the dick episode with you. I was, I was saying, <laughs> but I know so much about Gnosticism. <laughs> So, ultimately, everything in the OTO's, like, sexual magic thing came down to semen. Um, It was recently compared to, like, computer hard drives. Um, Another sexist industry. Indeed. They thought that the semen was basically preloaded with human software, and you could use it at will. (laughs) So the Encyclopedia Britannica was on there and everything. Yeah, 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 exactly. What a bunch of fucking nerds. I know. So he also quoted in his um, journal, the industrial use of semen will revolutionize human society. Industrial. Industrial. Industrial Are we powering, like, hybrids with it? Yes. You just jack off in your engine, you can go for miles. See, I'm imagining... I have an ex-boyfriend who probably would have been it. Have I told you that story? You jacked off in a car? No. What? (laughs) I think I have. I think he also listens to this podcast, so... Just Wait, you jacked off like, No, um, I had my high school boyfriend ran his car off the road on his way home from my house because he was shacking off. You told me about this. I did. Recently. Yeah. Uh, I didn't hear about it until recently. Who jacks off while they're driving? Well, this guy does. He's not very smart. Nope. Pull over. I know! Just pull over. It's like, you're, you're 17. You're not late for a meeting. Yeah. <laughs> pull into a McDonald's. Go in the bathroom. Look at... American. Or just wait till you get home. Just pull over and do it in your car, but on the side of the road. Yeah. At least wait for a red light and, you know, like edge it or something. I'm glad he didn't die on, like, a lonely country road, because then, because it was a small town, so everyone knows everybody else. The police officer gets there. Like, everyone knows his dick was out the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, here's your problem. <laughs> um, okay. How do I go back to this? Okay. Um, there's no going back to this. How do I get back to this? So Crowley wrote in some of his instructional texts that these semen can be used for counteracting asthma, bronchitis, um, neurasthenia, obesity, stricture, some cardiac distress, graying hair, and loss of interest in sex. That just sounds like somebody who wanted to, like, come in someone's mouth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And down into their lungs and in their hair. Well, I figured mouth and lungs were one thing. Like, you aren't going to get it all the way down there. Yeah. Just breathe semen? Um, So, also in his uh, rituals, he would make something called a menstrual cake. No. Which is... No. It uses honey, meal, um, wine. Oh, delicious. Oh, sounds good so far. Small quantities of blood, semen, the blood being menstrual blood. Of course. Semen. What else? Ashes from burned cakes of... He called them cakes of light. So, and then they would also include ashes of previously burned cakes of light. So you make cakes of light, you burn them, and you put those ashes into the next cake of light. It's like a sourdough bread starter. Hold on. How much do you want to bet that he just burned the first batch? And was like, no, 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 it's, that's part of the recipe. I'm going to crumble Someone these up into the next batch. And she had to pretend that it that's was on purpose. part of the recipe. Write it, write it down, write it down. Yeah, exactly. That is exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, so then he would make everyone eat those. He also um, <laughs> While <he> giggled. quoted, <laughs> he said that blood and excrement attracted spirits. Sperm kept them alive. Um, he also noted in his diary that the Dalai Lama is right to have the faithful eat his excrement. So he was like, good on you, Dalai Lama, for making your followers eat shit. Stop eating poo! He eats poo! Coprophagia, we talked about this in the shit show too. Albert Fish. Oh, we've talked about that in several episodes. Oh, I know, I just had to bring it up in the episode because of tradition. Yeah, yeah indeed. Okay, that's 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 all we got. That's, that's, that's fun. So that's... That's that's the Ordo Templi Orientis. Do they still so exist? Into... Alexander Crowley's yeah. Wild Ride. But yeah, there are about fifteen hundred members worldwide in sixty-two different like groups, which means that they must be really small groups, like groups like of Girl three. Scout troops. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah groups of three. Of, yeah. They're like little like gangs. So um, they they aren't like a malicious cult. That nah. they're just weird people doing their. They just really like weird kinky sex stuff. Okay, so like no one died for this cult. I mean, Maybe. we might. Pro- I go more into detail in this with our uh, live show, which is probably coming out before that. I don't know. Yeah, I think we did a live show before this comes out. But hey, everyone who was at the live show and you were looking for more information, <laughs> there it was. <laughs> or if this comes out before our live show comes out, then I guess listen to the next episode. I don't know what the schedule is. And find like. out more. Anyway, so that was Ryan's cult. Yes. Shane, what do you have for us? Is there less shit in this one? Yeah, there is. That's good. December 13th, 1973. French journalist and race car test driver Claude-Maurice Marcel uh, Vorlihong. He sounds hot. Claude? He sounds like the guy from uh, Talladega Nights. The guy that was in the Perrier car. Oh, I uh, I only know one character from that, and it's Ricky Bobby, because I'm an American. Um, (laughs) And I haven't seen that movie. (laughs) Um... I'm going to say it again, a race car test driver, Claude Maurice Marcel Vorlihon, was visiting a volcanic crater na- near uh, Avignon, France, when he was visited by someone very interesting. Was it Jesus? 
Sort of. <coughs> Yahweh was a scientist. Oh, God. Yahweh. A geneticist, really. He was about 25,000 years old, had helped develop all life on Earth via genetic manipulation, and was also from a race of interstellar beings known as the Elohim. Oh, I feel like I've heard of this vaguely. Uh, you probably did. Um, Has Henry the... Zabrowski yelled about it at any point? I, I'm not sure. Okay. I, don't know if, I don't know if they've ever done, done a deep dive on these guys. That's on... where I get most of my alien information. I'm sure, that, I'm sure that he knows about oh, it. Oh, of course. Um, over the next few days, Galway explained that his people had sent many teachers to humanity in disguise as humans. Some examples. Abraham, Buddha, Moses, Jesus Christ, Happy Muhammad. Years. Joseph Smith. <laughs> no! Yep. Mormon? No! Yeah, the yep. guy started Mormonism. And now they wanted Claude to finish what they had started. Uh, taking the name Rael, meaning a messenger of the Elohim. Oh, shit. He founded the Raelian movement. The goal was to prepare the world for the return of our creators, build an interstellar embassy, which you can find more information about online. I did. Uh, <laughs> they want to specifically get like neutral ground. They want a, a country to basically seed them. Uh, I think it was like four acres of land, not much, that's like not, to that's... build a building, so that when the aliens come back, they have a place that they can fresh. So a Motel Six for aliens. Yes. Okay. Basically. Or like a nice bed and breakfast, I guess. Everything that I know about them is that they're they're human-like but small. They're like the greys a little bit, but they have hair and they have like features, but they're very like little delicate elven people. So what I'm saying is they don't take up much room, so you only need four acres. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, they also believe that cloning is the path to immortality. They don't believe in an immortal soul that's separate from the body. So what they, what they propose is that the Elohim are creating these machines, or they have these machines, that basically record a person's DNA, all their memories, and basically they just clone you forever. So, so just like constant reincarnation. Like getting a new pair of shoes, like one, one wears out, you get a new one. Basically, yeah. Okay. Um, in 2002... Some people buy shoes like that, I don't know why. <laughs> Uh, they, they actually, in, uh, in sorry, I'm backtracking a little bit. In 97, they started a, an offshoot company called uh, CloneAid. And it was part of the Raelian movement, but it has since been seeded off. Is related to Gear Playbraid? Uh, <laughs> not in this case. Not a delicious drink. <laughs> uh, but in 2002, CloneAid announced the successful cloning of the first human named Eve. Now, this is a claim they I made. call bullshit. Now, they, they, I think that the, the most I've heard is they've claimed to have cloned three people. Eve in 2002, um, a son for a, a lesbian Dutch couple, and then a clone of a Japanese man. So... A really interesting Those are all very, very closely related. Well, it makes more sense when you uh, realize that uh, the, the Raelian movement is very big in... Their biggest stronghold is Europe. Most of their followers are in, in Europe, and another big stronghold is Japan. Japan loves these guys. Japan likes their cults. They like alien stuff, too. They like alien stuff. Why did I not know that? That's weird. Um, well, I mean, I think it all comes from, like, the uh, the economic collapse in, like, the 80s. So it's anytime, anytime you have an economic depression or collapse, this is when you get a lot of... Speaking of, like, why people join cults. Yeah. People lose hope. They look mm -hmm. for meaning, and so... 
people can sort of swoop in and say like, hey, I've got this movement yeah. of people that will care about you. You yeah. know, all this stuff. But everyone's at their most vulnerable. Well, and that's kind of like what happened in the 60s, 70s, um, especially like around Charles Manson, is that it was the end of the hippie movement and people were realizing like free love doesn't work out very well because you get attached to people. Mm-hmm. Um, and like they left their homes and stuff and they were looking for somewhere that they could go where they would be accepted for like how they were then. Um, and that's when assholes like Charles Manson and took advantage of these trusting beautiful I forgot babies. the name of the guy who ran Jonestown oh my god um Tom Jones <laughs> Tom, Tom, Tom I don't know why the only <laughs> name in my head was Peter Sellers and I'm like that is super no. not Jim Jones <laughs> Jim, Jim Jones, Jones yeah. character actor Peter Sellers <laughs> uh yeah he actually had a cult and they were called the Cellulites and <laughs> wait, like a because like movies. So like, oh no, I was thinking like oh, the like, dimply yeah. butt cheeks. Oh, dimply butt cheeks. Yeah, uh, yes, sense. they actually point oh, to a large drawing. Of oh, yeah, uh, I was thinking of celluloid. Oh, I was yeah. just thinking of cellars. Yeah. yeah, they meet in cellars and they worship <laughs> Peter Seller. And they enjoy a nice dimply butt and films. Yeah, Dimply Butt Cheek, that's also their band name that they started. It's grunge band, yeah. yeah. Um, yes, this is 800% a real cult, and not me forgetting the name Jim Jones. <laughs> it's great riffing, though. Who had a great sideburns, by the way. Great sideburns. Tom Jones? Jim Jones. Jim Jones. Well, both. Tom Jones is pretty Mr. Hot. Jones had some... Oh no! I was when I was redoing the website. I had to find a picture of him to like put up on the new site, and I was like, "He's hot," and that's wrong. Uh, Jim Jones. He has an almost square head. It's very square. Uh, He looks like Patrick Wilson from Patrick Wilson. Uh, He was on The Conjuring and Insidious. He's hot. I don't think he looks anything like him, but if you say so, it it looks like him in The Conjuring when he was playing um, Ed Warren. He wasn't playing Lorraine Warren. That would have been weird. Apparently, Jim Jones is also a rapper who has turtle lips. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. See, I just don't, I don't know. Jim Jones just doesn't do it for me. He looks like a drug dealer. It, it, also, like a murderer. Um, he looks like he's wearing a fake human suit, like on Men in Black. Yeah. Like cockroach yeah, yeah, climbing yeah. inside of him and is like miming him. I don't know. It's kind of like how people think Charles Manson was hot or how um, Jeffrey Dahmer was hot. Jeffrey Dahmer was hot. He's cute. Yeah, Dahmer looks fine. I, he kind of looks like Robert Zadar. Have you ever uh, seen like Samurai Cop or uh, Soul Taker? He was in a couple of MSC3K movies. Robert Zadar, he had the one of the, I can't remember what the condition's called, but basically he had a giant Like jaw. a frog thing? No, it was like his, it was, his oh, bone wow. was dense. So it's like he has like this extra giant face. Jim Jones looks a little bit like Robert Zadar. Just look it up. Charles Manson. Wait, you forget what Charles Manson looks like? He's that tiny little dude. He looks like Zadar. Oh my god. Oh, he looks kind of like Jay Leno. Robert Zadar? Yeah. Yeah. It's very square. It looks like he has, um, what is it, cherubism? Is that what it's it looks like I think that's what it is. Yeah, I it think looks it's like cherubism. someone inflated Steven Seagal's face. Yes. Um, okay, so cherubism. Sorry, we're going off on a real tangent, but it's point. like a. This chick, she's like. Yeah, that's. The face of cherubism. That's what it is. Um, cherubism, like, yeah, like tiny baby angels, like yeah, little cupids. Okay, yeah, because it makes your face chubby. all like, yeah. chubby. Okay. No, that makes sense. That's the picture I always saw. It was like the the oh, jaw yeah. with a bunch of air holes. Like basically. Oh god! Oh yeah. god! No, yeah. uh, I have loosely that thing where the uneven. The, oh uh, yeah. The was it starts with the T, doesn't it? Yeah, oh. it's like trip to tryptophobia. No, 
tryptophan. The stuff in Turkey that makes you sleepy. (laughs) False. The stuff Um, in Turkey that makes you not sleepy? It's just some stuff that's in Turkey. It doesn't actually make you sleepy. What makes you sleepy is the fact that you ate too much and your body's slowing down to try to metabolize it. Makes it has nothing pretty, to do with it. Makes me pretty sleepy. I mean, I keep drinking it, but <laughs> before bed. Um, um, I'm just going to type in afraid of holes, and I don't think I'm going to like what comes up. Now nah, you're fine. That's oh, no. Nice. Uh, trypophobia? Trypophobia? Yeah, trypophobia. and if you could, like, not have that on. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It That's freaks weird. me the fuck out. It's um, we were talking about... Rahelianism. Yeah. Yeah. Get back to the re- how. Uh, yeah. Let's see. We're getting down to the bottom of the page here. Uh, oh, yeah. So they claim to have successfully cloned a baby. Uh, there's a bunch of back and forth on it. Like, well, can we test this baby? And you know what? The thing is, uh, I kind of get where the Raelians are coming from because they basically say, well, no, it's not up to us. It's up to the parents. And the parents would rather not have this celebrity baby. So, Okay, but sorry. what about the Japanese guy? I mean, it, it's it, it, it basically they're, what they're saying is like, hey, it's up to the parents. Yeah. Like it's it's on them. If you want to yeah. talk to them, that you know, like we're trying not to create a giant stir around a baby, which is like, okay, sure. I, I get it. That's I get fine. It. Um, I don't. But you also that. can't make claims like I cloned a fucking human. Yeah. And then expect people not to. Just want saying, to like, doesn't mean I don't. It doesn't mean I believe them. No. It just means that, like, okay, that's a good reason not to anyway. I suppose. Um, they're also very big on intelligent design. We were made by the Elohim as perfect beings, and evolution is not happening. I'm so, sure. 25,000 years ago, we were created, Delta? and then uh, basically, yeah, so they, they are intelligent designers 100%. But they can point to it and say, well, we were intelligently designed by aliens, so. Which is know. cool. I don't think they're um, much intelligent about our design. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, it's funny, there's actually like a bunch of, I, I found, so there's a, a manga version of their history mm. that is free online. Oh. Actually, most of their like writings are f- available free online, which I kept looking for different angles. It was like, okay, where's the, where's the scam here? Like, where are they making their money? I don't know. They're not selling books. They're not like they're not they're, forcing people to like give them their income. Or something. Yeah, basically, I mean, there's a there's a tithe, but it's like yeah. a regular. It's like a that's kind of what religions do. And yeah. also, there was a story that um, some of his some of the followers of uh, Claude wanted to buy wanted him to like, hey, we found this race car that you could have. Like, I forgot he's a test car driver. Yeah, we should buy this race car because you like race cars and stuff. And and he said. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to spend any tithe money or church money on this thing. And so, just some rich guys bought it for him as a gift, which is like that's kind of nice. Um, they're big believers in uh, sexual freedom in in yeah. general and like sex education specifically. Um, they got in trouble with a bunch of Catholic schools in Montreal because they honestly, uh, that's not a hard thing to do. No, it's not. Well, especially if you donate, uh, I think it was like fifty thousand condoms to the schools in the area. Um, what assholes? Yeah, I know. And uh, yeah, there's some great pictures online of that's these a guys. Nice hat. I like also, that their hat. logo is a swastika in a star of David. It is. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yep, that's that's exactly what it is. It's a little. It's the uh, so the the way that it's described in like the, one of the writings is the two triangles interlocked. The up one and the down one are 
uh, an Elohim symbol, so as above, so below, and then the center being a swastika is the symbol of change and rebirth. The old yeah before swastika. Hitler got home. yeah right, but it did get them banned in Israel, and they had to redesign their logo, which is like a swirly now. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I saw that too. Yeah, yeah. that's that's a this newer one. that's a newer logo. Um, I don't have any as above, so below jokes that I haven't made yet. So, <laughs> but Ben Feldman, everybody, as above, so below. Um, let's see, I have, uh, that manga version is so good. <laughs> the drawings of the aliens, they look like, they look like a Michael Jackson, Jesus Christ. See, I'm really into this drawing. This is the best bath ever. Nice. <laughs> That's my kind of cult. <clears throat> Lots of boobies. Yeah. Like I said. Yeah. yeah good There's point. definitely like a free love aspect to this. That, that's the case with most cults because yeah. a lot of religions that are very, very organized, um, like Catholicism and Judaism and Mormonism aren't sex is a very shameful thing. Um, yeah. which is why offshoot religions are very just like fuck it, literally and metaphorically. <laughs> yeah, they 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 promote like the legalization of uh, same sex marriage. They encourage like bisexuality, homosexuality. It's basically just like hey, whatever you're into, like do it, please yeah. be happy. Um, which again. Maybe I'm reading biased research. Maybe maybe there's a darker side to this, but I could not find it. Like, um, not saying I believe that aliens create society, well, yeah. but yeah. anyway, uh, they're uh, 50, about 50,000 strong members worldwide as of 2006, mostly in Europe, like I said, popular in Japan. They're um, real big in Europe. <laughs> after the cloning uh, debacle, Ryo himself was banned from Korea. Um, oh, all right. And one of the biggest controversies that I was able to find is that um, Ryle may have plagiarized French author Jean Sendi about uh, like some of the like the fact that like it's it's sort of like the chariots of the gods sort of idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of this, a lot of similar phrasing oh. kind of pulled from this yes. other author. And uh, from what I'm saying, apparently people believe that Michael Jackson is the Elohim. Yeah, that's it looks like Jesus mixed with Michael Jackson. Every drawing of Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Jackson. This is what Elohim the Elohim looks so like. So like two thousand Michael Jackson, not like Yeah. Thriller See, Michael But Jackson. like there's that and then Michael Jackson, not that different. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Maybe he knew something we didn't. We become a very visual podcast as of late. Yeah. yeah. Hey, check out this picture. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we're gonna have a uh, projector, close PowerPoint, PowerPoint presentation at the live show. Nice, um, just so we can make fun of how the people we're talking about look, because that's kind of where we are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So yeah, that's basically the Rielian movement, and they're still going on, still looking for making that embassy. Go for that. And yeah. They seem they seem largely harmless weirdos. Um, well, I'm glad you two did cults where no one dies, or they were actually pretty tame. They were yeah, yeah. They were so pretty tame. Um, man, I feel bad about what I'm about to do. Go ahead. It's been a very sex positive, good educational podcast. Well, except for um, the intelligent design part, but whatever. Well, yeah. you know. Uh, Nobody's nerfed. <laughs> can't win them all. Uh, so I'm doing uh, Marcus Wesson. You are. 
Not right now. <laughs> well, right now. Anyway. Tell us all about it. Uh, so, it's not technically... It's a group of people, but it's not a formalized group of people. His cult doesn't have a name. Um, it's a little less culty than people we've covered in the past, but it's still a cult. And um, it's a strictly family-based cult. And I'm, I'm sorry about the ending in advance, but we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, you guys deserve better. <laughs> so, here we go. Marcus Delon Wesson was born in 1946 somewhere in Oklahoma to a very religious Seventh-day Adventist family. Ryan knows something about Seventh-day Adventists. Well, I know somebody who is a Seventh-day Adventist, and he's crazy. Please tell us some of their beliefs. I love these. Okay, so um, I know a Seventh-day Adventist, and he believes that the Earth started 600 years ago. Um, one time I asked him, I was like, okay, what about radiocarbon dating? Like, we've proved that it works for five years, and 15 years, and 30 years, and 100 years, and 1,000 years. He's like, no, no, no. After 600, it lies. So science quits working at 600 years. Yeah. yeah. Um, he also believes that human beings used to be 16 feet tall and lived to be 600 years old until we did the whole, like, Garden of Eden eating the bad apple thing. If the world is only 600 years old, how do we know that people live to be 600? Well, he was saying they were supposed to live to be 600. Okay. So they're, like, people walking around, you know, basically babies because at this point, you know, people yeah. have been around so long. Okay. And then Eve was a bitch and ate the apple, and then God said, now I'm going to make you short and live it until you're, like, 55. At the time. Okay. Years from now. Uh, my mom was a Seventh-day Adventist. Really? As a young kid. She got kicked oh. out of, she got expelled from Seventh-day Adventist school for saying, damn. Oh. Well, I'm sorry if I offended you. No, my mom's actually hella cool. Okay, good. <laughs> I, no I, longer know, I don't even know if this is like Seventh-day Adventist beliefs, but this is what this particular person believes, right. and he's insane. Um, and you also might remember that Seventh-day Adventism, uh, it was the beginnings of the Branch Davidians who were involved in the Waco um, raid yeah. in the 90s. Branch Davidians were a break-off of yes. the Seventh-day Adventists, yeah. Um, and we'll also talk about David Crush a little bit later. Wait, so do you know anything else about Seventh-day Adventism? No. She would, but I don't. Oh. Uh, let's call Shane's mom. <laughs> I was raised a Baha'i, so I don't what? We'll get into it later. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so already a super religious family, you know, he's going to be a winner. Um, his father was reportedly an alcoholic who couldn't hold, hold down a job. I can't talk. Um, and I quote, he stayed home drinking and flirting with his own children. There are also rumors that at one point during Marcus Wesson's childhood, his dad paid him $10 to suck his dick. And he accepted 10 bucks, man. Have some value for yourself. I mean, this was in the yeah. 50s. I was going to say, this is 1950s. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of money. <laughs> it's like 50 bucks a dick. Yeah, that's the going rate. So after dropping out of high school, Wesson joined the army and was stationed in Europe. Uh, he was honorably discharged for some reason. They couldn't find out why, but it was honorably. So at least he's got that going for him. Um, he returned to the U.S. and became involved with Rosemary Solario, a married woman living in San Jose with her eight children. She was Damn. 13 years older than him. Damn. I'm glad you should... That's married into a lot of kids. Yeah, eight kids at 13 years old. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, 13 years older. Older, yes. So she would have been late 30s. Yeah, okay. Um... Rosemary left her husband, but Wesson was, like, he wasn't really in for it for Rosemary. Um, he was more into her daughter, Elizabeth, who he had started grooming. I feel like if you're really into the daughter, marrying the mom is not the way to woo the daughter. 
Well, uh, he didn't marry Rosemary, but she did have their son in 1971. So, um, so he was grooming Elizabeth and ended up informally marrying her in 1974 when she was eight and he was 27. Um, after he told her that God had chosen her to be his bride. I told you it wasn't going to be good. Eight years old? Uh, being a gentleman, he waited until she was 12 to start sexually abusing her. And then when she was 15 and pregnant, he married her for real. Oh, my God. They had 10 children together. Jesus. And Elizabeth's... That's a fertile family. And Elizabeth's sister ended up dropping her seven children to live with them. So the seven children plus the 10 children. 17 children. Plus the remainders of Rosemary's eight kids. I don't really know what happened to them. The story doesn't really involve them. They're like cheaper than two dozen. I mean, they're they've got a lot of kids. It's a shitload of babies. Cheaper than two dozen. Cheaper than two dozen. <laughs> too cheap, two dozen. <laughs> Sorry, that's my favorite naming scheme. <laughs> There's your cult. Right there. Wow. Just make them yourself. It's like I an Etsy it. cult. No. DIY cult. DIY cult. I mean, Pinterest I cult. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Emphasis on the doing. Yuck. <laughs> oh, you took it there. Um, yeah, that's the best way to start a cult if you have all the self-importance and religious ideas of a cult leader without Jim Jones's charisma. Mm. Yeah. And a real fertile lady. Real oh, yeah. Fertile lady for this. Um, Wesson was abusive towards his wife, obviously, and children. Uh, he prevented Elizabeth from participating in the children's upbringing. So she was basically just there to have kids. Uh, He homeschooled the children. This is my favorite part. Uh, He homeschooled them and taught them from his own handwritten Bible that focused on Jesus Christ being a vampire. Oh my god. So he's raising them on fan fiction. Yes, Uh, exactly. Bible fan fiction. Um, His reasoning, according to one of his nieces, is that Jesus and vampires are both immortal, so they're the same. Okay. Did you say both? Nope. Both. Both. Whatever. They're both immortal. Uh, he was so into vampires that he gave his children vampire names. Vampire. <laughs> vampire. Vampire names. Is that one uh, of the names? No. He is Nosferatu. <laughs> vampire. Um, names included Java St. Vlad's Spiri Wesson and Ethan St. Laurent Wesson. A lot of saints in there. Even more than the two I just mentioned. Wait, what was the St. Laurent one? Um, St. Lor- Ethan with an E. So almost Eve Saint Laurent. Yeah, uh, I'm. Uh, I'm just gonna pass this around. Um, the the, the first and, name. Trying to read these. Vladensvirpri. There's a lot of V's in there. Vladensvirpri. Jeva Saint Vladensvirs. Jeva is actually a combination of the first two letters of Jesus and the first two letters of vampire. Well, don't read ahead because my favorite thing in the entire research Jesus is coming up. Saint. Vladen 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 Just start to spit at the end. You just say Vladen and then just go. Okay. Uh, so his vampire name was J. Van Marxist Pierre. Oh. Which? It is the first two sil- the first syllables of Jesus Vampire and his name. Okay. And then the second syllables of Jesus and Vampire. So J. Van Mark Sispier. Man, he at least he put some thought into these names. Yeah, this is like some good D and D character names. Yes. Like. Yeah. This is like I feel like I'm taking one of those Facebook quizzes where it's like, what would your vampire name be? And then it's uh, like first letter of your first name. <laughs> um, 
And also, keep in mind that this is a 300-pound black man with dreads that go down to almost his knees. That's not what I was expecting. I was expecting tall, wiry, little white guy. Well, I mean, that would be most cult leaders, but... Mm -hmm. Um, We're breaking a lot of molds here. Yeah. This guy is... He's a... He's a maverick. What was his name? Something Wesson? Marcus Wesson. Marcus Wesson. Um, So... That's the deal with the vampire thing. We'll get more into that later, but I don't want to spoil the ending. Dang. Oh, he has pigtails. <sighs> we gotta do something with it. Um, so he told his children that he was God and had them refer to him as Master or Lord. He taught the children to be prepared for Armageddon, like a good cult leader does, um, and that the girls were destined to become Wesson's future wives. Gross. Ooh. You really getting into it? Yeah, well, I mean, I found a. I think he already did start having kids with his kids because that middle one. Oh was yeah, a no, they're super, right? super incesty. Mm. Um, okay, sorry, I was getting some headphone interference, but usually when that does that, it wasn't affecting the recording. Gross. <laughs> also, gross is that his daughter niece wives were essentially his slaves, uh, forced to do things like wash his dreads, scratch his belly and armpits. Here you go, Dad. <laughs> Husband. <laughs> Master, actually. Oh, that's right, master. Man, okay, I am a gentleman of size, and I have never, in my life, needed anyone to quote scratch my belly. All right. <laughs> it's like it's like when you're like a puppy, you know, it's, belly rubs. It's right here. Like it's if this is in my wheelhouse, you know, like. <laughs> it's like the it's like the easiest thing to scratch. Yeah, yeah. it's right there. Yeah. At rest, it's like upper thigh, belly. Armpits, yes, maybe. Oh God, come on. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Um, Maybe if I'm going to have a spa day or something. Yeah, he made these, his daughters and nieces, who were also his wives, uh, do that for him. Can you imagine, like, dread washing day? And they're not, like, good dreads. No, they're they're not. They're dreads of neglect. They're, like, white people dreads. Well, oh, God. It looks like (laughs) one solid object for most of it, and then it just kind of, like, dissolves into dread. Yeah. Um, In more ways than one, it dissolves into dread. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Oh, just wait. Speaking of dread. Uh, He was very violent and abusive to the children, even beating a baby because it would not stop crying. Oh, I know mothers who have done that. I mean, not personally. I made that sound like I know some really bad moms, but (laughs) it's not what I meant. But did he beat them around the legs until they were bleeding? They? I don't know. I fucked that sentence up. Mm. Um, Wesson said his conduct was consistent with the Bible. And that Jesus was a womanizer. The family studied the Bible three times a day with Wesson interpreting. 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 Interpreting passages for the group. Among his favorites were those dealing with polygamy. Because, why the fuck not? I imagine most of these girls could not read. Mm, Yeah, he seems like the type. Mm. Yeah. Um, He did eventually married two daughters and three nieces in home ceremonies and had a reported but unconfirmed couldn't find any like hard evidence um had 18 children jesus yes Hmm. that's why (laughs) what were the boys doing um from what i because it focused a lot um on the daughters and nieces but from what i understand the boys didn't really have any idea of what was going on they left home um Yeah, they weren't involved. How did they not know? Like, he makes them scratch his armpits. Like, 
I mean, I, I grew up uh, around the Catholic Church, and there were a lot of families where, like, the dad being the head of the house and, like, waiting on him hand and foot was just normal. Oh, gross. Um, he took particular notice of the work of David Koresh and of Ranch Davidians in Waco, saying that they had the right idea and that his family needed to make more children for the Lord. When I say make more children for the Lord, I meant, I mean, him and his daughter-niece wives making more children, uh... He was the only one that was allowed to have sex with anyone else in the family. He actually separated the boys from the girls because he was concerned that they would have sexual thoughts about each other. They were all related. Mm, gross. Yeah. Okay. Well, I feel like if like if he does you stay that, away from her. she's your sister. Kids, that's gross. And then teaches the kids it's basically okay, and then those kids have incest. Eventually, your kids are like you're gonna have a baby that's born just one giant toe or something. It's gonna be. <laughs> Did it's you gonna see get the pictures up. of some of those kids? Yeah, like they're pretty close. You're on your you're on you're on Toe Baby Road Town. Yeah. Toe, toe Baby. Toe Baby Town Road. Toe Baby Town Road. Um That can be your grunge band name. Why is it buzzing? It's your headphones. Uh, yeah. you, over this. you got you got bum cans. <laughs> I mean never mind. Nope, not gonna make that joke. No. <laughs> okay. I think they're great. <laughs> I can get character witnesses. I'm staring at them right now. I can attest she's got non-bum cans. I was just talking about the headphones audience. I'm sure. <laughs> no, we've all been staring at Emily's boobs I don't... this whole time, and they finally came up. I don't see gender, so. <laughs> gender blind. I'm actually just blind. I'm legit. I shouldn't have driven here. But... <laughs> um, back to the gross town. Um... We're all just trying to cope with humor. <laughs> He also looked up to and was inspired by Winifred Wright, which was a dude, another religious cult leader who used his family and um, his members. Ah, sorry. I can't read my own writing. Um, it's, it's typed. It's typed. <laughs> Raising. <laughs> Oof. This call out culture, man. Pulling receipts on me. I wish my own writing. Um, yeah, so Winifred Wright also used his family as cult members instead of doing the right thing and recruiting hapless hippies well, and social I mean, misfits. With the name like Winifred, what else are you going to do to be a cult leader? Also, like a black man. There aren't a lot of black cult leaders for the most part, but I found them. Were you specifically looking for the black ones? No. That sounds racist. No, I, I wasn't cult profiling. Just trying to bring some diversity yeah. to your show. Yeah, man. you guys with your white people. Mine, mine had possibly the Frenchest name of all time. Yeah, that's true. And it's we all know the white. French are the whitest people alive, mm. other than the Brits, which you did. I did do Brits. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Alistair Crowley, hella British name. Yeah. <laughs> Alistair Crowley. Um, oh, you did. It didn't go Italian. It didn't. Well, me and my mom have been playing, and this is super tangenty, but me and my mom have been playing this game at the library every Wednesday. This sounds like a weird start to a story. Um, at this point. Well, I mean, we get really bored, so I volunteer at the library and okay. say something to my mom. In the gift shop, and it's super slow, and so we started this game where we open a book to a random page, and you have to read the first sentence on the page in whatever accent the other person tells you, but we're both really bad at accents. Like, yeah, I'll be, are. like, Russian, and it'll come out like Mario. Like, <laughs> I believe you were trying to do an Irish accent in the Mermaid episode, and it came out sounding like you were a plumber. <laughs> Yeah, sounds about right. I'm terrible at all accents except for Russian sometimes. Every once in a while I've got a great Russian accent, but it's never intentional. It's usually when you're drunk. Yeah. yeah. I can do it sober now, though. I've been practicing. I'm glad that you're making that step in your life. Yeah. Um, so, 
uh, Wesson stated that he needed to keep his divine knowledge anonymous, so he refused to work and instead lived on welfare and off the money that his older children made. Um, he controlled the money to such a point that the children would have to pool change in order to buy food, and one daughter mentioned in her diary that she was sick of eating only rice. Oh. Right? Uh, he apparently always had money for fast food for himself, though. Mm. The family had a, this is good. The family had a variety of homes, including a sailboat, a rotting tugboat, an old army tent, and a school bus that they parked in the driveway of a converted office space that Wesson had purchased. Um, and they lived in that school bus until like 2004, when the city officials in Fresno told him that that wasn't an acceptable home residence. <laughs> he owned the office space. I was gonna say they yeah. lived in the bus. Well, this isn't, this isn't zoned for residential. I mean, they'll slap me with a fine if we go live in there. Get back in the bus, everybody. It was a school bus, not like a bolt bus or yeah. like a Greyhound, so right. no bathroom. Right. And I guess that rotting tugboat also did not have a bathroom. Go fucking figure. Was the tugboat on the water? Yes. Okay. Uh, they Valid were, question. Yes. Um, yeah, no, they just... were actually out a little bit, so whenever they needed to come to shore, he got in a dinghy and made his daughters row him to shore. Jesus. Yes, he's a huge asshole. I... I yeah okay um so they moved into the thousand plus square foot converted office space in 2004 and that's about the same time that wesson purchased 12 antique mahogany coffins uh that some family members said that he was planning on turning into furniture or using as spare beds sure no one caught on and was like hmm this crazy motherfucker is buying 12 coffins Someone I mean, stop him! He is, he is the guy who keeps going on and on about vampires, so... Yeah. Um, I guess. Still. So it's gonna get real bad. Okay, I'm gonna hold on to your butts. I'm braced. Um, so in March of 2004, he was... Uh, Wesson was uh, saying that he was going to move to Washington State where his parents lived. On March 12, 2004, several members of Wesson's extended family, along with two nieces who rebelled against Wesson and left the house. Uh, they left their children, though, which is important. Um, they moved in on the family compound, demanding the release of their children. Fresno police were summoned uh, to what was described as a child custody issue, and a standoff ensued. Hmm. So it's, it's getting a little Waco-y. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... There was a lot of yelling from both parties, and eventually Wesson said that he wanted to say goodbye to his children and then went inside. 80, mi- 80 minutes later. He- no one went in? 80 minutes? I fucking know, alright? The Fresno Cops police really like, screwed this up. Yeah, we'll yeah. just give him his time. Yeah. 80 minutes hours. later, he returned outside covered in blood. Police entered the home to find nine of Wesson's children stacked in a pile from youngest to the on the bottom to oldest on the top with a single well, gunshot through uh, through their eye. They didn't hear the gunshot? Apparently not. Fucking idiots. Um, 80 minutes. Yes. Gunshots. You didn't think to go inside? And also stacking children from youngest to oldest seems a little counterintuitive. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll get to why that was a thing um, in a minute. Um, yeah, still not great. But at his trial, the people of Fresno County were represented by Chief Deputy District Attorney Lisa... Gamoyan? Uh, Wesson was represented by a public defender. Two public defenders. Um, and they presented the defense that his daughter, Sabrina, which was spelled uh, S-E-B-H-R-E-N-A. Sabrina. Sabrina. Okay. Um, had committed the murders and then committed suicide. 
The murder weapon, a 22 caliber handgun, was found with her body, and Sabrina's DNA was found on the gun, which led credence to the claim. The jury declined to find that Wesson had fired the fatal shots, but convicted him of murder anyways, finding that he had persuaded his children to enter into a suicide pact. So it's kind of like a Charles Manson situation, where he didn't technically do it, but he did it. Yeah. Yes, suicide pact. So in the event that child services or another government agency came to split up the family, Wesson gave his offspring instructions, which were later uh, related to the court by Sophina Solario, which is one of his niece wives. <laughs> if authorities tried to remove the children, Wesson told his daughters and nieces to first murder their offspring before killing themselves. He would stay alive to explain their decision to the public according to the plan. So in this situation, everybody dies except this dick. Right. God damn it. Um, Solario said the family held monthly meetings to discuss the details of the suicide plot, including how to shoot to kill. Wesson was convicted of nine counts of first-degree murder on June 17, 2005, and also found guilty on 14 counts of forcible rape and the sexual molestation of seven of his daughters and nieces. Wesson was sentenced to death on June 27, 2005. He's still alive. Has not been murdered yet. Um, the Sorry. murder victims were Sabrina April Wesson, age 25, Elizabeth Brahe Kina Wesson, age 17, Elabel Carey Wesson, age 8, Aviv Dominique Wesson, age 7, Jonathan St. Charles Wesson, age 7, Ethan St. Laurent Wesson, age 4, Sidonia Solario Wesson, age 2, Marshy St. Christopher Wesson, age 2, and Java St. Vladsferva Wesson, age 1. Okay, why did he stack them youngest to oldest? Um, because the more in depth they got into the suicide pact is that you would shoot the sibling or child younger than you. So, so they would just like shoot the two year old. I don't know if the two year olds were involved in this. I was going to mm. say that's good um, aim. So let's go with the seven year old shot the four year old, the eight year old shot the seven year old, 17 shot the eight year old, uh, and then Jesus. he stacked them as they died. Which is how he got covered in blood, I think. Yeah. Um, he hasn't done a lot of interviews. Oh. Uh, yeah, okay. I wouldn't either. So, those are cults. Um, Ta-da! Yes, if you uh, have any more information on any of these cults, or would like to have more information on any of these cults, we are at Afternoonified on Twitter and Instagram. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash getafternoonified. Our website is still... Get afternoonified.com. We have a new website. <laughs> it is much prettier. I'm not saying your old one's bad. Yeah, it's, it's, cool. it's nice. It's nice. Go see it. Uh, we um, moved to Squarespace, who is not one of our sponsors, but. Hey, Squarespace. Um, yeah, that's. Yeah. Um, and then, Shane, where Just, do people find you? Is it funnier these guys think that the Michael Jackson aliens made us <laughs> like 25,000 hours? Just funny. I just thought it was something <laughs> funny. Um. <laughs> So you can find my show, The Hosey Hustle, also part of the River City Podcast Federation at rivercitypodcastfederation.com uh, and just on social media, Hosey Hustle, Facebook, Twitter. We just passed two, 200 um, likes on Facebook. Why? Get we need like a round of applause machine. Gonna get, we're gonna get I'm there working eventually. on getting the sound effects. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, submit your ideas for products, just like the two hosts of your favorite show, After Unified, that have mm-hmm. been doing. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. Um, okay, so this episode was brought to you by. Oh, I'm doing the ad. Okay, so I'm you're, doing you're doing one of the ads. Okay. So today's show is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com/afternoonified. Go look up how to spell that. 
Um, they have over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Who the hell still has an MP3 player? You said that literally in the last episode. Seriously, that makes me. Oh, no one has MP3 players. I thought you were gonna pull out like a Zune or something. <laughs> That's what I was expecting. Well. <laughs> Including books we've mentioned before, like Stiff by Mary Roach or Smoke It's in Your Eyes by Caitlin Dowdy. Caitlin Dowdy. Um, go to audibletrial.com slash afternoonify to get your month free trial along with a credit for a free audiobook of your choice. Uh, we are also brought to you by Loot Crate. Um, enter promo code bridge10 at lootcrate.com slash afternoonify for a 10% savings on your first box. Each box comes with a t-shirt, an enamel pin, and four geek items. I don't know when this is going to air, so I can't say what this month's uh, theme is, but last month was really cool. Um... Anyway, so to save 10% on any new subscription, go to trylootcrate.com slash afternoonified, enter promo code BRIDGE10. Well, all right. That was Two Colts, Two Religious. Two Colts, Two Furious? Yeah. Yeah, I guess a lot of mad people. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Two Colts, Two Crazy. (sighs) Yeah. Okay. Okay, let's get out of here. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hey, David, what are you afraid of? I think mostly the the hand of the Grim Reaper slowly approaching my body. Because it's all bony? Yeah, and you're afraid of tiny bones. I'm afraid of tiny bones. Do you think the Grim Reaper is full of tiny bones? No, I think he's all big boned. <laughs> <laughs> he's full of huge bones. Do you think the yeah. sickle is a bone? Yeah. <laughs> it's a real long, specific, uh-huh. long, sharp bone. Yeah. That's how you have to drag people down to hell, right? Yeah, exactly. Big bones. These are some very specific fears. If we could talk about on these fears about anywhere, I would talk about it on our podcast called Bugaboo. You can. We're part of the River City Podcast Federation. You can listen to us every first and third Wednesday of the month. Yeah, and we're two Portland comedians. I'm David Moscoro. I'm Kelly Richardson. And we'd love for you to listen because every week we discuss fears and phobias with different people. And we always say this. What, what are, are you, you afraid, afraid of? of? So check us out.